from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Top 100 NHL players released by ESPN. ESPN put out the list. Check it out on ESPN.com if you're interested. Now, first of all, lists are subjective, and I'm, you know. There were some caveats to this list. So there's their projection of most productive for their team for this upcoming season. So they, they yeah, they they included the role they'll be asked to play and and all those sorts. Injuries of things. being a yep. factor as well. If they know someone's going to miss a significant mm-hmm. length of time, then you're Which probably not going to be voted as high. Will come into play for one of my immediate re- reactions. Yes. Uh, ESPN put out the list: 100 top 100 NHL players for this season. And the way I'm putting it is, I can't tell if the Canes were wildly disrespected. Or mildly complimented. It is either a big slap in the face or like a a very timid tap on the back, a little pat on the back. Yes. They only had three canes in the top 100. Hmm. Three. Hmm. Slavin at 79 overall. Burns, 61 overall. And Ajo at 22 overall. All right, so that's it. That That's the entire representation of the canes on this top 100 list. Now... I guess you like Svetch not being on the list, but you as as Dennis included at the beginning of the segment, there is a acknowledgement that he's going to miss some time right out the gate, and he's been injured recently, so uh, they they took that into account. So okay, fine. But but tell me, it doesn't seem like the team that is the betting favorite to win the Stanley Cup should have more than three of the top one hundred players in the league. Right, I I don't like uh you know Colorado has number two and three overall yeah on the list and the Canes are are more of a team favorite to win the Stanley Cup than they are and they're supposed to get it done with number twenty two number sixty one and number seventy nine it's it's like how how do you expect so so it's either wildly disrespectful and guys like Svetch and a few others should be very upset that they're not on it. Or, right, there's always the, or, it's mildly complimentary to the Canes saying that as a whole, they are the Stanley Cup favorites because they play so well together and, and nobody is asked to do too much. And it's, it's you know, it, it's when the both the quarterback and the running back on the same team are supposed to be Heisman Trophy favorites. And you're like, well, then neither of them is going to win because they're all splitting the vote. Or, uh, you know, two wide receivers on the same team. Oh, they can't lead the league in receiving, right? There's only one football to go around. Maybe with it being based on production, it's simply, well, there's too many good players on the cane, so no individual is going to be asked to do that much. So it's tougher for them to, to get into the top 100 of this particular list, which would be, I consider, a mild compliment. That's like that's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. It's no 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 no. I'm not saying you're not good. I'm saying you're so good. Hey, you are so great as a team that we can't we can't single single one person out. Really? Right? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're 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 the basketball team that's going to have four all-stars and no MVP candidates but win a title. It's like, mm, really? 
one of them should probably be an MVP candidate, right? You think it, it, it's it's top one hundred? I'm not. I mean, if the Canes had like an, a, a flux of like eighty five to one hundred, if they had three guys and just an eighty five to one hundred, I think I would feel better about it. Right? I'm not saying you got to knock off a top ten. I'm not. I'm not saying you got you got to put uh, you know Slavin in the top fifty. Although I think that's justifiable. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to. I'd be fine with it if you did. I think it would be deserved if you did. But, you know, there there's probably a mass between, like, 40 and 85 that's pretty interchangeable. 85 on, 86 on could could be shuffled out quite a bit. And I think that's where you get, like, the team respect. Right, that's where you get all right. Which best teams are a little underrepresented here? Let's throw three of them in the late '80s and '90s. Right, that like that just feels like it's something. As a list maker, when you're done, you look at the full list and you go, which one of these is going to make absolutely no sense? Mm-hmm. And when you have one of the best teams with with just a like less than a handful, that's where you go. You know what? We could we could throw someone in 96, right? Like we, we could, it's not a high leverage play. It's just, you know, we look foolish when one of the best teams doesn't have the players. Cause why are they one of the best teams if they don't have the players? And if you're saying, well, it's because of the system and it's because of how well they play together. You know, you're just doing it. So we don't argue, right? That's just, no, no, no. We're complimenting you. Hush up. And you still got to have the talent, right? It, true. It's very true. You still have to have the talent. But it, it, again, and then they hide behind the production of it, right? It's like, oh, you're talented, but you don't have the opportunity because you have other talented. Yeah. Right? You're not going to score a lot of goals because you have too many goal scorers. Yes, spread it out through your whole lineup. It's it's like, fine. I'm not happy, but thank you. <laughs> like, like, that's how you want it to go? Um, I think over time, and, and, and actually this goes back to what I was saying preseason, right? We we talked about breakout player, and I said, ajo. And, and I was hoping for 100 – 100-point, 40-goal season. I do want to see what the Kane system would look like if a few guys really pop, right? So it's not just all about the system. It's not just all about, uh, you know, you're only going to play for Brenda Moore if you if you defend first. And it's not just about everybody, you know, is, is in it for the team and it's a great culture. It's also like, yeah, but occasionally if we're having a bad culture day, we have three dudes that are just going to go get it. You know what I mean? I want to see, you know, I, I, I don't know why this is the example that popped into my head. Like Greg Popovich, or actually no, better, better example, even better example in the NBA. Like, Phil Jackson's triangle is a great system, right? Phil Jackson runs the triangle. Ted, what was it? Ted Winters, whoever is his – Tex Winters, whoever his, his assistant was, that was the, the guru. Yeah. They run the triangle offense. You know what else helps? Having Jordan and Kobe. Like, you, you, then the triangle works until it doesn't. Then you tell Kobe or, or MJ to go be an individual great. I want three or four individual – I want three or four top 50 players to play in the Kane system. That's what I'm looking for. And I think they might be on the roster, and that would be where the disrespect comes from. That would be where, oh, they had those guys. You're just disrespecting them on the list. Like I said, if you if actually the three that are on the list could all be top 50. Easily. Like if and and that just makes the whole thing feel different. And Svetch when healthy could be top 50. Now you're looking at four top 50 guys. 
It all depends on the voters. Like, again, what do people value when they put these lists together? True. You know, because some people might look at the strong defensive play of Carolina and might value that more than other people that just look at offensive production. You know, they just look at offensive stats, and that's all they see. Like, oh, this guy was a plus 72. Whatever it is, that'd be that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say. But that'd be you know that'd be insane. I had a um, moment of like, do I not understand these stats correctly? Because yeah, that, right. That sounds, every once in a while, it's like the the VORP or whatever. I'm like, I thought I understood it, but now I see that number and I don't. You almost confused the heck out of me. Yeah, I may have, but nevertheless, it is something to keep in mind mm. when these lists are put together. But still, I've always been on the mindset. This I've I've said this multiple times. I know where you're going with from this. A and I'm excited nationals, for it. from a national media <laughs> national media hockey media standpoint. There is very little respect shown to this franchise and what they've accomplished and what they do. Simple as that. But that's the confusing part because yeah. I have seen, especially preseason, and I don't think much of it has changed. They they do pick the Canes highly, but it's like they do that maybe out of necessity. They mm-hmm. do that out of like, well, if they're they've had all the success the last five years, I have to pick the Canes highly, and then they go, oh, because they have good players. Oh no 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 good players. Oh because they have a great great developmental staff. Mm, kind of. Oh, because they draft really well? No. It's like, wait a second. So you're just you're just blindly saying the Canes are a good team, but then none of the justification is there for it? That doesn't make any sense, right? It would be like uh, everyone acknowledging that the the uh, Chiefs have a great offense, and you go, oh, great receivers? No. Great line? Absolutely not. Quarterback? Mm, I'm down on Mahomes. Play caller? Nope. Then what makes you think the offense is great? Yeah, everyone's like, no, the Canes. Yeah, they're t- they're they're a cup contender. They're right up there with the best of the best. Well, do you do you really like their players? Mm, nah, not many top hundred guys. Yeah. Well, what? Well, then why do you like the team? Explain. Riddle me that. There's a disconnect here. That's the part that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but yes, it could it could just be the media hates Carolina, which you know, let's put our conspiracy theory hats on and and roll with it. I'm I'll wear that, with that hat. Us against the world. I wear that hat. Us against the world. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, speaking of the Hurricanes, yes, let's let's find out what we're hurricane confident in. Ah, uh, yes, one of my favorite segments. Let's go. The drive with Tim Donnelly here on ninety nine nine The Fan. And by the way, I, you know, I saw some of you commenting on, uh, writing to me, tweeting at me, mm-hmm. x dot coming to me about the Hurricanes. Uh, let us know what your hurricane confident, and let us know what your hurricane concern is. Okay. What are you confident in? What are you concerned about? We call it hurricane confidence and hurricane concerns. You need one thing above all else. It starts with a W. Confidence. Hurra confidence. Yes. As always, hurra concern, hurra confidence. You want the bad news or the good news? Give me the bad news first. Dennis, what are you hurra concerned about? Uh, my concern is how are they going to, con- this over the course of the season, figure out how they're going to get all the, the ice time needed for all seven of their defensemen that they have right now. That's my concern. Hmm. Are you going to... Get enough ice time for a guy like Jalen Chatfield. You're going to give him enough. Are you going? Like, how are you going to handle this going forward with the seven defensemen they have? That's just my concern. It's a luxury concern because you have seven great defensemen, but it stinks that you have a guy that can contribute to your team on the ice that's going to be sitting out every night. 
I have a uh, my hurricane concern plays into your hurricane. Okay, hit me. Uh, Tony D'Angelo's defense. Yes. Uh, just seems like he's out of position a bunch this year, and and when he is he's getting a little turnstile a little bit. Um, granted, early mm-hmm. three games don't want to make any massive, but it just he, he's out of position a lot. So I have a solution. Okay, hit th- me. that may help both of our hurricane concerns. Okay. Uh, I, I think at least until Svech gets back, they're going to be kind of doing the 11-7, 12-6 thing, like maybe game to game even. 11 forward, 7 deep. Yes. Uh, when they go with seven defensemen, I think you play Chapman on the third line. Uh, Chatfield? Chatfield, sorry. On the third uh, pair? Uh, on the third, yeah, on the third pair. And you still have D'Angelo running power point. Yeah, point, yeah. And that with way, that first power that way you get... At least you know two weeks into the season, Chatfield has a decent amount of ice time, and it's it's not you know just sitting there growing roots on on you know not wearing his pads and all those sorts of mm-hmm. things. And D'Angelo still involved in the game, still out there, right? I mean, he's he's actually you know three assists. He's been productive on on the other side. Uh, keep him out there on power play. Give him maybe you know less time, but still some time out there uh, just just as a defenseman. And uh, and then you're kind of feeling things out and you can make a better decision you know when you get home after this long road road trip uh so i think maybe maybe tonight is a way is a game where you could go with the 11 forwards seven defensemen and play chatfield on that third pair so tony d'angelo and dimitri Orloff, that defense defensive pair mm-hmm. they're combined minus 10 <laughs> now for those who don't know what a, a minus and plus is in the nhl if you're on the ice when your team scores at even strength you get a plus. Mm-hmm. If you're on the ice when the opposing team scores at even strength, or if you give up a shorthanded goal and you're on the ice, you get a minus. So those two combined in three games are a minus 10. And it's hard for defensemen in this system. We just saw it last year even with, with Brent Burns. It took him a long time, probably about 20 games or so, to really get comfortable with this system. So you have D'Angelo, like you mentioned, struggling with defensive positioning, and then you his partner is someone who's still adjusting mm-hmm. to the system. It's not easy. It, D'Angelo, his first stint with Carolina, played with Jacob Slavin, who's the ultimate eraser. <laughs> you know, like, D'Angelo can get out of position. Well, guess what? Get Slavin covering your tail. Yeah. The, the, you you might, don't have that right You might now. get a, a glare from Slavin, but he'll still fix it up. Right? Exactly. He'll, he'll clean it <laughs> up. Come on, man. Stop making me do that. So, but, yeah, it's something they got to figure out. But uh, I think that over the next, you know, like I said, just until this this road road trip is over, I think it's something they could they could uh, experiment with. Mm-hmm. Uh, her confidence. What are you confident in? The fact I'm confident in the fact that this core group has been together for so long mm. and so many returning guys from last year. It's like, yeah, okay, a rough start for these first three games. Haven't played well. You still won two of them. And they all acknowledge, yeah, we're far off from where, what we're capable of doing, and they know it. That's the confidence I'm in because that's my confidence, I guess you could say. These guys know how to play the right way, and they know exactly what they need to do, and they, they acknowledge the fact that they haven't been playing well. It's it's what I talk about like when, when a team goes on a bunch of playoff runs or if they win a cup, uh, really across any sport, if you win a championship, your players get what I call the championship glow, which every other team, if you're a free agent, is going like, we want guys from that locker room. Yeah. We'll, we'll overpay because of what you just said. They know what it feels like when things are going right, right? They know – uh, what practice is like. They know what the locker room vibe is. They know what when a team is locked in feels like. And, you know, that they can be the the kind of uh, thermometer telling everybody, hey, we need to pick up the, the temperature. We need to lower it, whatever it is. Uh, 
Can- the Canes are, because they've been together as a core and having all of that success, they're kind of an entire locker room of those thermometers. So you almost don't even have to walk around and say, like, hey, we're, we're not where we need to be. Let's pick up the temperature. Because everybody's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Didn't you see my thermometer? We're all we're all on the mm-hmm. – we're, we're synced up here, right? I, I know exactly what's going on, just like you know exactly, and he knows, and they know, and, you know, it's it, it, it doesn't need to be said. So I'm confident in that also. Uh, my her confidence is a little bit more specific. Defensemen getting involved in the attack. Oh, yeah. Brady Shea, four points, including a goal. Uh, D'Angelo, I mentioned, has the three assists. Uh, Burns has a goal and an assist. Slavin has a goal and an assist. Pesci and Orlov have an assist each. Uh, they were best in the league last year at defensemen scoring goals. Yeah. And and that's, an, I mean, you're going to have one of the best defenses in the league, and maybe you're, you're working on, like you said, growing pains with Orlov, just kind of adjustment pains. Uh, D'Angelo is still, still finding his footing. If, if those things are going to be working it in, you know, I always like I like it when a pitcher gets a hit. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, you're not going to give me the run support I need. I'll handle it myself. Uh, all right, if if I'm a defensive uh, player, if I'm a defenseman and I, I maybe give up a goal, I'm gonna go help contribute to getting it back. Right? Just like if a pitcher gives up a home run, then they hit a home run. <laughs> no harm, no foul. We're even here. Uh, I made up. I made up for it myself, so we're good. As a matter of fact, I like that for ERA. And any. RBIs the pitcher gets at the plate come off his ERA for the game. Yeah, I like it. We get, we can work something in, maybe not a full, but like goals allowed. If if the defenseman scores, take off like a half a goal allowed because they're up there, you know, working for the cause, making their own jobs easier. So I, I just I, I think they've done a really nice job of that, and I think they'll continue to. I, I don't think any of those guys, uh, you know, are are flukish getting up there and getting involved. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.